Welcome to Blog Talk Radio with Tammy Adams. I am so glad to be here today. Welcome, everyone. It is an amazing, beautiful, blessed day. And I'm so glad to be able to be here to once again be giving messages and information to all of you out there. Please don't forget, if you have questions, if you have any type of subjects that you would like to talk about, don't hesitate to try to get in touch with me and to let me know what you're thinking, what your thoughts are, or even what you're interested to hear about. Go ahead and email me and go to my website, asktammyadams.com, and you'll be able to see a contact page where you can contact me and give me your thoughts. But I also would like to know, which I always talk about, I'd love to know what you think about the show. I'd love to know. And for those who have been responding, thank you. It's amazing and it makes me happy. But I'd love to know what you guys are thinking and how these shows are benefiting you. When I go to these lectures and I travel the world and I connect with people from all over, I quite often hear, oh, my gosh, Tammy, I do listen to your radio, and it's so amazing, and it's so beneficial, and it helps me in this way. And that makes me happy, and it makes me excited to know that this information is reaching you. It's, it's getting to the core of your soul and your spirit and your body so that it can create transformation and movement in your life. The whole reason why I dedicate myself to doing these radio shows is so that I can make a difference in your life so that I can give you the message from your guardian angels and your spirit guides, so that I can help you reach higher levels of movement emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, however it is that needs to be moved in your life. I love being able to help you to create that movement so you can have happiness once again. Doors open in our lives every moment that we are here breathing, living, eating, sleeping. We don't pay attention to the gifts. We don't pay attention to the miracles that are given to us. So many of us give away our love. So many of us give away our light. So many of us give away our truth so that we can be sacrificing for others. But let me help you understand something. That is not the meaning of life. That is not truth. That is not love, and that is not your purpose. Each and every one of us on this planet have a reason, have a reason why we are here. And for those who don't understand your purpose, for those who don't understand why am I here, what am I here to accomplish, what am I here to do, for those who are confused, for those who are lost, I am so sorry that you are lost. I am so sorry that you're not where you're meant to be but I can help you. I communicate with guardian angels and spirit guides. I have done this for lifetimes, teaching people and helping people to be connected to their purpose, helping people to understand and to know what path to walk upon, helping people to know where their soulmate is, what door to open, what doors to keep closed. I love what I do. I'm very passionate and very, very thankful for the gifts that were given to me throughout my lives. So if you're searching and you want answers and you feel like you've searched and you've searched and you can't find the truth and you can't find the true answers of what it is that you need to know, then don't hesitate 
to call because I'm telling you, people that work with me and people that know this, know this is a fact and know this is true. I'm very gifted to be able to give you the information and the knowledge and the knowing of what it is you need to know from your guardian angels. But when I work with you and I help you to get to where you need to be, it is about reaching goals that are completely beneficial, not putting Band-Aids, not just solving the answer for today, but making for sure that you're really stepping on the path of where you're meant to be for your lifetime, not for just the moment, not just to give you, you know, immediate joy, but to give you eternal joy. And that's why I love what I do, because I see the results. I see the accomplishments. It makes me so, so happy. And today, talking about this subject made me raise an eyebrow and sat there and said, hmm, I really love being able to talk about this today. Why do I love talking about this today? Because so many of us don't allow ourselves to realize how much we allow ourselves to be taken advantage of, how neglected that we truly are. We don't allow ourselves to look in the mirror and say, hey, Susan, what's going on with you? Why are you so hurt? Hey, Phil, why are you feeling like you're so extremely beyond the point of ill and you have so much anxiety and you're overweight and you have heart problems? Hmm, maybe it's because you've been neglected. Maybe it's because you don't have that love being reciprocated to you. You don't have unconditional love being given to you. You're giving, but there's nothing coming back. There's nothing coming back to you. Why do we do this? Why do we allow ourselves to do this? Why do we take and take and take and take and others give and give and give and give, but there's no reciprocation? That's what we're talking about today. And to me, this makes me so filled with joy because Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And for all those who are listening, Thanksgiving, to me, I mean, Christmas is obviously my, one of my favorite, 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 most amazing favorite holidays because it reminds me of the birth of Jesus. It reminds me of how the three wise men came traveling, following the stars, which is astrology, following the stars, mystics, intuitive, seers, visionaries that knew that the Son of God was going to be coming to this planet. They prophesied this message, giving this message to some of the people that they have associated with and said, I am going to prepare for the Son of God and I am going to go on this path and follow this star that is going to lead me to the birth of Jesus Christ. And they walked and they did and they traveled and they, they rode on their camels and they continued to follow the star until they finally found him. So Christmas to me is the most amazing. But I love Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is the time that we can give to others. Thanksgiving is the time that we can celebrate love and joy and thankfulness, and being thankful for everything, being thankful for the good, the bad, the ugly, the amazing, the gifts, the wonderful miracles that are given to us in our lives. And I love, for those who know me and for those who don't know me, know this. I love God, I love our guardian angels, and I love being able to communicate and talk to our spirit guides and those people who have passed away and that are still watching over us. And I'm so thankful so thankful 
for being able to see how much help we really truly have and how we don't realize how we are so gifted surprises me. When I work with people and I speak with people and I do sessions or I do lectures and I travel and, and you know, I go you know, across the world and I meet people and they don't really believe and they don't really know how amazing life really is, how gifted they really truly are. They don't realize that they have a spirit guide. They don't realize that they have a guardian angel that's sitting there and knocking at their door, knocking at their door saying, let me in, let me in. I I have so much to share with you. Let me in so I can talk to you. Hey, I have a message, a powerful message. This is going to help transform your life. This is going to get you to a place that you've never known was possible. Hello? And they don't get let in because we're so blocked, because we're so confused, because we let darkness shadow any type of light that can be coming in because we have been convinced, we are convinced since childhood, darkness is good. Darkness is good. And what I mean by darkness is good, we have accepted that unloyalty, that's all good. Unfaithfulness, that's fine. Abuse, that's okay. Murdering, killing, that's fine. It it didn't happen to us. We accept darkness after darkness after darkness, and we've become accustomed to letting this darkness shadow us. To me, this breaks my heart. To me, this, this makes me become very weak at my knees because I pray. I pray that people wake up and realize that creating sin and, and doing these acts of unkindness with no morals, no, no, no regret is unacceptable. This is not something that we are supposed to be accustomed to. This is not something that we are supposed to say, oh, it's all good, everything's fine, it's fine, we can deal with this. God has given us the most beautiful gift that any person on the planet can have, and that's the gift of life, so that we can love and we can celebrate. And we can love and we can celebrate life in the most amazing way, but we don't. We don't do that because we allow ourselves to be taken advantage of. We allow ourselves to give our power, give our light, and give, give our gift away. That is not what life is about. Life is about receiving. Life is about love. Life is about passion. Life is about unity. God did not create a human. God created people so that we can become as one team. But we are not one team. We are separated. We are judgmental. We ridicule. We condemn. We we criticize. We judge all day long. And God, forgive me for for the wrongs that I have done. I ask for forgiveness daily. But I am telling you, by you allowing yourself to take your light back, by you allowing yourself to realize, why am I giving so much of myself away? Wait, wait a minute. Why am I giving my power away? Hmm, why am I doing this? What is the purpose? What is the meaning of life? 
you have to ask yourself this because when you ask yourself what's the meaning of life, you all of a sudden have this light bulb and it goes ding. And that ding makes you wake up and sit there and say, wait a minute, life is about love. Yeah, Tammy's right. Yeah, the angels are right. Yes, God is right. The Bible is right. Um, the prophets are right. Buddha is right. Whatever you believe, it doesn't matter. Spirituality has no religion, has no, has no right or wrong. It's all. It's all. It's everything. And when you connect to that source, to that light, to that, to that beautiful, amazing, beautiful, beautiful energy, oh, my gosh, it feels like you are so high. You feel like you're flying high in the sky, and nothing can let you down. Nothing. But we give that away. And we give that away because we feel guilty. We feel guilty that maybe this person needs the light and the love more than us. And when we sit there and we give away our love and light, what happens, and this is very sad, what happens is that person drains us and then we take on their negative and then we feel depressed. And now they feel better and they're not even appreciative. They don't even realize the miracle and the gift that you've given to them. And they're like, oh, I feel good. Well, what's wrong with you? I don't want to be near you. You're dark. You're gross. You, you. I don't want to be near you. And you're like, wait a minute. I just gave you love. Wait a minute. I just exchanged energy with you. Wait a second. I just gave you my light. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. You're, you're, you're too gross for me. And, and no, this is all because of me, because I did it. People are not accepting that you helped make a difference. So why are you giving so much of yourself away then? Why are you giving away your love and your light and all the gifts that you have to share. Why are you doing this if it's not being reciprocated? Why do we allow ourselves to suffer and carry a cross that we were never asked to carry? Why are we doing that? Because we believe there's this interesting thing that happens repetitively. We believe that that's our job. Guess what? I have news for you. That is not your job. Your job is not to be a martyr. Your job is not to be here, to be the self-sacrificing one to carry the cross and to eat, sleep, breathe, and live in suffering. Why are you giving your love and your energy away to the wrong people? Why are you giving so much of yourself away when it's not being received properly? Why are you allowing yourself to cry and to mourn for a relationship that was so negative and so abusive and so dark in the first place when you didn't receive and get anything out of it? Why are you allowing yourself to try to help someone that tells you to get lost? These are just a few stories that I'm sharing with you with clients that I have been dealing with throughout the years. People come to me and they say, well, I want to help her. I want to help her. I know it's my job. I know it's my job. I just want to be there for her. And I, and I just want her to know that I love her. I said, okay, well, is she loving you back? No. Well, does she ask for your help? No. Well, what does she say when you help her? She says, get lost. 
So why are you helping her? Because I love her. But what has she done? What has she given to you? What has she said? What has she talked about to make you love her? I just feel like she needs it. She's done nothing for me, to me. She's only condemned me. She's only ridiculed me. She's only put me down. She actually, this one client actually has a restraining order against them. And he still continuously is trying to love this person. Now, there's a couple things I can talk about. Okay? And this is a very, it's very confusing to some of you. But I'm going to talk slow and steady so you can understand the message. Some people, they feel this pull and they feel this passion and they feel this, this desire to help these people that don't want help because there's a karmic connection, because they've been connected before in a past life. Now, that, that, that's normal. That's okay. That, that, and I know this almost sounds hypocritical, but when you have that type of situation and you have that type of scenario, that's necessary. That's something that's significant. That's something that I express to people and I tell people, yes, please, Let us focus on creating healing because this person is someone that you're meant to be with. This person is someone that you have a connection with karmically from a past life, yes. But what is in the the way is negative energy. Negative energy, maybe um, some type of sin or wrongdoing or karmic negative disruption that happened before in the past life that you've done wrong to this person. So now this person is afraid of you because of what you've done before, because you hurt her before in the past life or you hurt him before in the past life. Maybe this person feels tension because they feel that you have done nothing but harm them and they don't know how to trust again because of the mistrust you've done before in the past life. Now, those are not everyday cases that I come across with people, but they do come across you know, across me when I work with people. And for those type of scenarios, then I work with you and I will help you to mend and to heal the past lives and to heal the the pain and the sadness and the disconnect so that you can reconnect and connect the way it's meant to be. Connect because it's meant by the will of your soul and your spirit. Now that's different. But when you look and you deal with someone, and you look at this person, and you're getting nothing in return, and the only reason why you're doing it is purely out of sympathy. That, and there's no karmic energy, there's no soul connection, nothing related. It's just literally you just feel bad for them. That's not meant. That means you're taking on their negativity. You're wasting your time, your energy, your effort, your emotion, And you're taking on their negativity and you're wondering, why am I starting to become so dark? Why am I starting to become so ill? Why am I starting to become so so less then? We become disconnected. We become very, 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 very hurt emotionally, spiritually, physically, even financially, the more we give our power away. 
And many people don't believe this. And they don't believe this because they believe that it's normal to suffer. It's normal to have struggles. And that's not true. That's not the way God has intended it ever. Our creator never created that. The pain that we receive is something that we create. The suffering that we receive something that we create. Why do we let others block us from having happiness? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Are you giving your love and energy to the right people? What is the meaning of life? And this is a good point. The meaning of life is to give. I I do have to say that. Giving is a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. I'm constantly giving. I'm always giving. Sometimes I give too much and I'm a little hypocritical because I'm saying, you know, don't give your all, you know, to the people who don't appreciate. But, you know, I give a lot to the homeless. I give a lot to charity. I give a lot to those who who need. And some people say, well, sometimes you give too much. And I say, well, yeah, sometimes I do give too much. But those are the people who have lost faith. Those are the people that need to see that angels are still here on earth, that God still is alive by receiving a beautiful meal, by receiving a warm jacket, by receiving a beautiful, clean, clean bottle of water. Those are, those are wonderful gifts. I love that. That makes me so happy. And some people say, nah, that's not so great. But guess what? That is. That is amazing. It is great. It's amazing. I love giving, and you should love giving too, but you have to give the right way. And giving the right way is about changing the vibration, changing the energy and making for sure that you're giving to those who are receiving, not giving to those who are blocking you, not giving to those who dislike you, not giving to those who then, you know, talk behind your back and and ridicule you and are two-facers. Who are you giving to? Are you giving a beautiful meal to those who are wishing harm to you? Are you giving a beautiful meal to people who wish you joy and happiness? Are you giving a meal to someone who wants to share love and be thankful with you? Or are you giving to those who are jealous and envious and don't like you, but are taking to take advantage. A lot of people take advantage. And I'm sorry to have to say that the world we live in is not so wonderful sometimes, but there's still, even though there's a lot of pain, even though there's a lot of sadness, there still is a lot of wonderful gifts that God and the angels continuously give us. What is wrong with people today? Well, that's a loaded question. Because people have lost their faith in God. People have lost their faith in our creator. People have allowed themselves to turn their heads the other way so that they don't have to look at reality in the face, so that they don't have to look at what the truth is, so that they don't have to look in the mirror and see what they've done wrong. What is wrong with people today? is that people don't stand up for what is right. People don't fight as a a unity, as a team, as one people. People don't fight together 
to stay strong and to have faith and to be in prayer and to be in meditation and to radiate love. There's a difference between an act and there's a difference between truly doing it. People on this planet have really wonderful acting skills these days because we have learned to become numb. But at the same time, I see this movement of spirituality and truth and people studying Reiki and meditation and intuition and and realization and more awareness. And that's awesome in the United States. I love it. But this has been going on for thousands and thousands of thousands of years. And people in India and people in Nepal and people across the world and, and Yugoslavia and people in Croatia and people in Prague and people in Africa already have been doing this for thousands of thousands of years. It's just we here in America are finally catching up. We here in America are like, oh, maybe that thousands of thousands of year old tradition might just work. Maybe all that medication that we created is not so good. Maybe, just maybe, we should go back to the old ways. And that's what's starting to happen. And my heart is filled with joy because I realize that people are finally starting to catch on to this. And I'm hoping and I'm praying that it continues to stay this way, where people are aware of crystals, people are aware of meditation, people are aware of intuition, people are aware of their guardian angels, and that it's not a foreign word, but it's a household word. It's a word that is commonly used in everyone's household. Why is it so hard to just love someone? Why is it so hard to just love someone? This is a small example. There's this woman I know who was very abused as a child and was taught that life was only about money. Life was only about money. Life was about business. Life was about being shrewd. Life was about being, you know, having the best. Life was about materialism. Life was about putting on a face. Life was about plastic surgery. Life was about the best clothing. Life was about the biggest houses, the biggest cars. She was very materialistic, but she was very abused. She did not receive love. She did not receive nurturing. She did not receive any type of, of nurturing skill, of knowledge or knowing of what it was to even have love. She wasn't hugged or kissed or nurtured or, or even told that she did a good job. She was beaten. She was abused. And then one day she got married. And she got married because she was like, okay, this is a good person. He's wealthy. He has a lot. He has a lot to offer. He can give me everything I need so that I can continue to sustain my wealth. So I can continue to hold my head up high and say, I'm rich. I'm powerful. And this man was very sentimental. This man was actually like a big teddy bear. And he actually loved being loved. Love, actually. He was all about love. He was all about passion. He was very sensitive. And she refused to love this man. And she would tell this man that he was a fool. I, I really I, I really am shocked they actually even got married. But she continuously put his feelings through the grinder. She continuously put his heart to be minced up. Because she showed him that she was cold. She was detached. And he would say, why? Why does this woman not love me? 
Why does she not communicate with me? Why does she not give me her heart? Why is it okay for her to look at another man and look at him like he's amazing or he's so he's so wonderful, but she doesn't look at me like that. She doesn't look at me that way. And I told him, and I and I, I expressed to him, and I told him, I said, well, what are you doing to show her you love her? I let her do whatever she wants. I give her freedom. I, I give her reign of whatever she needs. I don't ask questions. I don't control her. And I let her know that I love her. And I said, but all of you, all you've given her was money. All you've given her was freedom to do whatever she wanted and to take advantage of you and to walk all over you. But you've never, never demanded self-respect. You've de- never demanded for her to respect you. You've never, and, and I hate saying the word demand, but the truth is we should be demanding respect. We should be demanding if we're going to give all this to you, then we are going to have to have respect. We're going to have to have appreciation. Now, when you're giving to someone who, you know, you're giving to the homeless, you're giving to the needy, that's a different story. You're giving without anything expected to be given back to you. That's different. But when you're in a relationship, you're in a partnership with someone, and you're giving, and you're not getting anything in return, there's something very seriously wrong with that. That's called being taken advantage of. It's a very simple term. That's called being used. But you are not allowing yourself to realize how important it is and how necessary it is for you to to connect to your true heart, for you to connect to your soul and your passion, your love. So I start building him up, building him up, and helping him to connect to who he is so that he can be able to allow himself to be happy. And he didn't allow himself to realize that the more he became connected, the more he became tall and aware of who he was, he became disconnected. He became in in this different zone of realizing that, yes, I love this woman because she was amazing. Yes, I love this woman because she's so wonderful in so many ways because she really does have a good heart, but she doesn't know how to love. And maybe it's time for me to find someone that's going to love me back. And as he's finding this person that's going to love him back, and he realized that the person he was with didn't love him back, so he starts searching for the one who would love him back, the woman he was married to all of a sudden start realizing that the man she took took advantage of all these years, all this freedom she was given, all this truth that she was given, all these doors that he opened for her has been taken away now because he's done. He's no longer going to be her carpet. He's no longer going to be her bank account. He's no longer going to be anything. 
And her eyes opened up and she began to cry and she began to regret and she began to see you can't treat people that way. They're not robotic. They're not made of stone. They're not alien and detached. And they're not, they're not animals that you just use them. Thank you, ma'am. Goodbye. And there was nothing she could do to fix the relationship once it was over. There was nothing she could do because there were so many years and years and years and years of torture, so many years of pain that he realized that he dealt with, so many men that she cheated on him with. And he said, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. She's looking for love, it's okay. And he was loyal and faithful. People don't realize the more we take on that negativity, the more we allow ourselves to become ill. And bottom line is, he starts searching for love, he starts searching for happiness, he starts searching for his soulmate. And he has a beautiful ending to his life. Beautiful ending. Can we find those who want help? Of course we can find those who want help. We just need to allow ourselves to open our eyes, open our heart, pay attention to the truth. Are we wasting our time giving so much of ourselves to those who don't want it? Can we find balance again within ourselves? Yes, you can find balance again. And are you wasting your time? Only you can answer this question. I can answer this question. Don't hesitate to call 916-930-0781 because the world has way too many things that we're going through right now. A lot, a lot of up and downs, a lot of up and downs. It's like a roller coaster ride, constantly rocking and rolling, up and down, up and down, going and going. Don't waste another moment. Don't waste another night sleeping and wondering. Don't hesitate to call so I can help guide you, direct you, and give you the answers. Set up a session so that you can know what you need to do. 916-930-0781. But can we find balance again? Yes, and I will help you do that in every way, shape, or form. What happens when we give our own energy away? Well, That's not really good because the more we give our own energy away, and I'm a perfect example of that, but there's this other client that I've worked with for years, and I warned her and warned her and said, don't give your energy away. You're giving your energy away, and you're you're leaving yourself depleted, and you're making your body sick. I'm telling you, I keep seeing a vision of you becoming very ill. Please, intuitively, I am telling you, do not give your energy away because it's making you ill. The more we give ourselves away, the more we neglect who we are, The more we disconnect, what happens? The more we do this, we become completely detached. The more we do this, the more we give away, the more we give away, we continuously, continuously create loss, illness, detachment, sadness, and pain within our souls, within our body, within our mental space, within our spirit. And we become ill because we take on people's problems. We become like a sponge where when you're sick and I'm sending you 
my love. I'm sending you my energy. I'm sending you my, my light. I take on your pain. I take on your illness. I take on your darkness. You become completely healed, and now I'm sick because I had nothing given to me in return. I had no appreciation, no love, no reciprocation, nothing. And this client keeps giving and giving and giving. She's giving to her husband. She's giving to her kids. She's giving to her grandkids. She's giving to her work. And all these people are taking advantage. They're not saying thank you. They're not being appreciative. It's almost like they expect it. They expect the attention. They expect the love. They expect whatever it is that they're getting from her. But they don't realize. They don't realize that they're not being appreciative. They don't realize they're not being thankful. And I warned her and warned her and warned her. And she has discovered, after I've told her for years to not do this, that now she is so sick, she is so ill from not taking my advice, from not backing away, from not being selfish, from not focusing on her, which is number one, focusing on her health, her, her, her life, and who she is, and now she's not going to be here. There's not really very much of a positive, I, I don't see a lot of good results when I look into her life now. It looks very dark. It looks very gloomy. And it's not because I can't help save her because I have healed people that were on their deathbeds many times. It is that she doesn't want the help. And when you don't want the help, but yet you're dying and you're asking for help, then that is called a martyr. That is called someone who wants the sympathy. Now you want these people to suffer. You want these people to to look at, I've sacrificed everything for you and now I'm dying, so there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, well. But at the same time, she wants to die because she's so tired. So it's almost like she called it to herself. What is the right way? What is the right way to balance our energy, to keep the energy for ourselves? How do we do this? Number one, I talk about this all the time, is meditation. Meditation is key to so many things. By allowing yourself to understand what is meditation, meditation is about creating balance. Meditation is about creating healing. Meditation is about self-love, self-worth, self-confidence. And when you go through this meditation, you inhale positive through your nose, you exhale negative through your mouth, you put your legs straight, you put your palms facing upwards, and you ask for the energy to flow through your body. Ask for whatever it is that's creating disconnect, whatever it is that's not meant to be there. Let it be washed out. Let yourself heal from whatever pain you're holding on to. Forgive those who have hurt you so that you don't continue holding on to the suffering and the sadness and the pain and the torture and the torment. Let yourself heal. Because one thing that we quite often forget, those who have harmed us don't really care whether we love them back, 
those who have harmed us, abused us, taken advantage of us, stole from us, they're not sitting there waiting for us to say, you know, oh, hey, I love you. You're so amazing. You're so bright. You're so wonderful. Those who have used us, who have taken advantage of us, who have abused us, they're, they're just, they're troubled. That person's lost. That person needs to find someone who's a spiritual healer or a mentor or, um, you know, a, a, yeah, have, have prayer, you know, in their lives so that they can be healed. But they're not turning to you for help. What you need to do is you need to forgive that person, though, so that you can heal within yourself. Don't worry about that person coming back and asking for forgiveness because they're not going to do that most likely. And if they do, you're a very, very, very rare, rare miracle that's being given to you. It's not common. Why does it cause so much trouble if we give our light away? People ask me that. But why does it cause so much trouble if I give my light away? Why, why is that wrong? Why can't I do that? And I explained to them very simply, because when you give your light away, it leaves you empty. And you ask God and your angels to fill you with love and light, but you're giving it all away and it's not being reciprocated. It's not, be give, it's not being given back to you. Are you meditating? Are you relying your chakras and point levels in your body? Are you creating healing with inside your space? Are you writing letters of forgiveness so that you can let go of the pain, let go of the frustration, let go of the anger, let go of the abuse, let go of the molestation? What are you doing to create healing? What are you doing to create love back in your space? Give the light. Give it. But what are you doing to get it back? What are you doing to receive? The programs I have to offer to all of you will make a difference and transform your lives. I had one lady that told me, I've, I've had several people, but I had this one lady that told me, she said, what you've done in your 21-day program has changed my life around where a therapist that I've had, I don't want to lie, I don't remember her exact, exact years, but I, I know it was over 20 years, and over 20 years has not, several therapists have not been able to change my life around the way you have in 21 days. Because when I work with you and you're on a program, it is an immediate, it is an amazing, and it is a spectacular transformation that opens every single door. It is amazing. 